Alrighty, hello and welcome back uh, to Who Wears the Pants. Um, <laughs> I'm Wait, so tired. Can we redo that? No, we're yeah. not. We're doing this live, Abby. There's no <laughs> okay. cuts. Um, I'm sorry, but I am tired. As you guys know, we're shooting this first thing in the morning. How would they know that? Now they know. But Poppy has not been sleeping. We transitioned her into a twin bed. Um, we actually got her new twin mattress uh, yesterday. I think she slept a little better. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Um, you slept good. I tried. I mean, I'm uh, so tired lately, and I sleep like a little baby. I was going to say, I don't know how you're tired. You slept good. I was up. But the thing is, I, I like, blame you for that. Like, like, oh, you slept good. But, like, if you went in the room with her, she'd have a full-blown panic Well, I tried attack. to go this morning. Yeah, yeah. She, she wants me. So um, I get up. <laughs> but we're in this stage where she now has her bed on the floor and it has like a little opening for her to get out and she wakes up and goes mommy mommy knows I'm not there immediately runs out of the, the bed and opens the door and runs down the hallway to our room so I try to catch her before she gets to our well, room she only goes like halfway yeah and she gets kind of scared <laughs> she's kind of scared yeah. um but yeah no we're she's prepping us for newborn life um I'm trying to think of it as a positive because I could sit here and say very negative things about the situation but i remember like we were very lucky she has slept her whole life yeah. we never had issues with her sleeping when she was a baby newborn so you know it's a transitional it period and we're yeah. adapting the best we can as parents and as a couple and um we're but, just really there for each other but so should we tell them what you what she did this morning when you were trying to take her sleep sack off what you do? You were taking her sleep sack off, and I thought you were like talking to her, or oh, yeah. were you, or were you blowing in her face on purpose? No, no, I was just talking. But uh, <laughs> I hit her with that morning breath, and, and she, she literally was gagging. She, she <laughs> and I was like, and he like, I thought you were doing it on purpose because she wouldn't nah, stop I gagging. I was it. like, Josh, close your mouth, close your mouth. Um, so <laughs> it's very humbling to have a, a toddler. It really is, um, but she's a little sweetheart. She got glasses now. Oh. Um, if you guys haven't seen the video, uh, you can head over to the right section here for suggested videos. Find the one. Is, um, that, a, is that on that side? Yeah, it's going to be on this side of the video. If you're watching. If you're watching. <laughs> it actually might be that side of the video. But um, yeah, just scroll through there. Latest vlogs. Uh, we have a playlist there, uh, recent vlogs. And uh, it's just such a cute video. It's eight minutes and one second long. <laughs> um, I had to make it eight minutes because now on YouTube, the videos have to be at least eight minutes. So... Uh, yeah, check it out. If you got eight minutes and one second, um, <laughs> it will really put a smile on your face. It, it's, uh, we kind of knew she was going to need glasses, but I also didn't think she was going to need them. I thought, oh, like they'd say, like, it's not that yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, uh, her little eye and we're noticing it more. And she's been saying like, when I, when she does a diaper change, when I change her diaper, or should, I should say when you change her diaper and I'm watching her one eye goes in and she's been going, my eye, yeah, it's hurting. my eye. She's straining it. So. <laughs> it's, it's so sad. And when she watches her iPad, she's just close to it. <laughs> and like I pull it back and she goes, <laughs> she run, she, she goes towards it. We'll literally so that can't be great. put it at the end of the bed. And she, we're like, let's do a show. Let's do the TV. Like we have a TV in our room now because I don't know why we just do, but it's been the best Which, thing ever. I, I love it. I wish we would have never done. No, it's the best thing ever. And we're like, I'll put a show on the TV. No, iPad, iPad, iPad. She's literally an iPad kid. And um, yeah, no, it's really funny because Josh will turn over and be like, Abby, push the iPad back. I'm like, Josh, I have. She just, yeah, every she, time I move it, she, she creeps. It's literally, that's what she does. <laughs> um, and it's really sad because when we put the glasses on her for the first time, she was like looking around. It was like she saw colors for the first time. I know. It was I know. really sad. But. Um, so hopefully, you know, if we can get her to wear them full time, it's not, 
I don't think that's going to happen, but no. that's what the doctor recommends. So we'll try. At least part-time. Um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. I yeah. give birth in like three weeks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Which is, you know, just cash. Very casual. We give birth. We um, give birth, okay. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, you've been such a little saint through this whole pregnancy. Um, you've been really kind to me. <laughs> and um, I've been making sure I fill your uh, water bottles with the exact amount of ice cubes this pregnancy around. Yes. I've learned my lesson. I've been loving so. cold water. Cold water and ginger ale. Oh my God. Oh, I, ginger ale. I, I can't get I enough drank- of it. I think I drank like six cans of ginger ale. Anyone yesterday. from the stop. ginger ale companies watching, I think Canada Dry it's and my fave. Sea Green, Sea Greens, Canada Dry, Canada Can- Dry, <laughs> Canada Dry, Canada all the Dry. Way. So anyone from Canada Dry watching uh, that's looking to sponsor anybody or, or wants uh, face for their company, Abby <laughs> is um, more than happy. And it's to. so weird because I never had ginger ale before I gave birth to Poppy. Do you mm. Remember they gave it to me in that the hospital cup, and I was yep. like, couldn't get enough what of is it. This? Yeah, ginger ale. I don't consider ginger ale pop, but it is right. Yeah, it's soda, pop, whatever you want to call it, I sugar. Was, I didn't have pop, like my, I stopped drinking pop when I moved in with you or left my parents' house, whatever that was, like at 19 and like nothing, not even, yeah, like not a sip of anything. Yep. And then ginger ale, but ginger ale to me is not pop. So yeah. Well, um, we drink a lot of Zevia, um, the black cherry, which I really like. And uh, I just wanted to say I am... Uh, I've been on a kick with Abby's help. Uh, today marks day 48. Wow. Uh, no alcohol. That's great. Um, no alcohol in the system. Uh, we did have a shower, and my friend brought this beautiful bottle of wine. I didn't have the heart to tell him that I'm not drinking right now. See, why? You should have just I know, I should have. I know, but I felt bad. Uh, he brought this really nice bottle, and I had other friends, and we all poured a glass, and we cheers, but I just held on to it the whole time. That's fine. Um, you can do that. That fine. makes you more comfortable. Yeah, it just a social environment. Wow, that was a great catch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I, and I'm not against... You know, I'm still going to live a moist or damp. What did we say with Chris? Damp lifestyle. Um, You're already like in it. You might as well just keep going. Yeah, I'm 48 days. Uh, Getting to 50 is going to be great, but uh, it's it's been tough. You to 100. It's been tough. I'll be honest. Um, I think I've been more irritable. No. Um, like if I, you know, well, I'm just yes, like, ah, you've been yeah. miserable to be around. To yeah. Be, TBH. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm but, honest. I but think. But it's not, it's not because of alcohol. Is it sleep? It's the house. Yeah. We all we we all know Josh has anxiety. He has I would say you have OCD, ADHD. Like you you Oh, you're a full-blown doctor now <laughs> just diagnosing me. I would me. say you have a lot of issues. Not, no, no, I'm trying to say this um not issues. since now I all I want to say is issues. No, like internal you um, I don't know how to explain it, but you um <laughs> that just sounded crazy what you uh, you you're crazy no i'm kidding but yeah uh, you do have a lot of mental <laughs> issues it's not I, funny i, I know it's this. not funny yeah uh, but yes and well this, here's the thing this house has brought it out a lot of yeah new, i haven't i haven't seen your anxiety this bad since you went on tour like this is actually worse than when you went on tour and yeah. got like he you were just consumed by this house and I'm a very like whatever go with like and he's like if if this like you're like this is a final decision I get that building a house but you're taking on everything well like, and um there's there's a thing about that so okay. uh it all strives from who I am as a person that's just how I function perfectionist perfectionist um and it's a passion okay this house building thing, I've dreamed my whole life of building a house one day. We I, never honestly, thought it would ever happen. Never <laughs> thought it would happen. Like I always thought like I'd move into a house and maybe like 
you know, flip it or make it my own. But, you know, I've, I've always dreamed of having like a modern house in the area that I love, Pittsburgh, and this came to fruition. So I feel like everything built up to that. And yes, there's millions of decisions when you're making a house. First off, very grateful to even be in this position, right? Yeah. But I kind of take it on like I took, uh, if I can assemble like my album in 2015 right so that was my passion project was my album i lived slept breathed my album it sucked but you know it was what i wanted to do everything went into that i didn't date anyone i didn't do anything Um, that's and that's what it consumed me that's what you're doing with this house and it consumes me you wake up the second he wake well you don't sleep because he's constantly looking up different products and companies and things for the house for exterior for interior and then he's on his computer then he's doing sketch up research research and i'm just like it, it's giving me anxiety i'm like just just stop so um yeah and uh but <laughs> i don't know how to explain it you have to attest it it is working out the way i mean it is kind of like a very stressful environment sometimes but you know i've been able to be there when things need changed or something like that and and work through issues if we if there's issues arising or things need changed or products need changed or products need fit well you're the one causing all the changes you so (laughs) you kind of got mad at me when we were on site with our architect and he josh i pointed we pointed something out that we didn't like and josh was like it's, it's not a big deal and i said josh in front of Everyone, I said, I know you and your OCD. This is going to be a big deal. You're going to go home and you're going to freak out and, and panic and research why this is not the way you want it. And then call everyone and tell them to change. Because they you tell them in person like, oh, it's fine. And then you go home and freak out and then you change. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, That makes sense. So um. I think that's why a lot of us, a lot of us, I'm just saying me, are getting frustrated because she'll make a decision and then two days later, be like, I completely changed our entire house. Yeah, I think a lot of people, <laughs> I mean, if anyone's ever built a house or have remodeled or something and you're putting a lot of money behind it, yes. um, I think that plays a factor. But against that, it's it's one decision, right? And you got to live with it. So I think there's a lot of stress in that because you're like, did I make the right decision? It's like buyer's remorse in a way. It's like, did I make the right Like when you when you get that car you want, right? And you drive and you're like, oh, this you know, I drove it off the lot and you're like, wow, this really wasn't what I wanted. But you're being the, you're the homeowner, home built, like whatever homeowner, but you're also being the designer and you're not thinking about the cost. I'm over here like, Hey, like, just remember like this cost, this, this cost yeah. that. So that's where it, it's been frustrating. I'm like, Hey, let's, but then, let's but to that, <laughs> to that point, yes. And, and I get that, but then it's like, you know, you're going to, you're going to, uh, pay less for something you really didn't want. Right. And then you're going to be moved in the house and you're like three years down the line, you'd be like, I wish I would have just paid the extra whatever for what I wanted. So we're going to move in our house and be broke. So that's all that matters. (laughs) Well, not if these views keep going up. So, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, I'm just kidding, but not really. Please subscribe if you aren't. If you're watching this somehow and you're not subscribed, uh, please do. <laughs> please. And download because Josh please. has changed your house. To, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, but it's all come together. Um, but that is why you, you're, I've never seen your anxiety like this before. And, it, and people might not understand if they've never or if they don't. Like for me, I, I'm just like, hey, pick whatever. I don't care. The way you think and the way your mind works, it's it's been like. 
I'm like, I'm ready for the house to be just built. Yeah, well, for you. Yeah, yeah. Not to live in it. Like, I'm ready for the house to be done. So then, I but think I'm it's worried a, for you. What are you gonna do? Like after the house, like it's what? gonna be a big relief. I'll be able to I focus back on other things. I think you're gonna thing. be lost. No, I will. No, if you know me, I will find another passion project. <laughs> I know, and that's what I'm also worried about. What's I that need those be? in life. Probably my album. I'll yeah. probably get back into that. I, I was saying, and if you guys haven't checked out my Spotify, <laughs> please go search Josh Herbert on Spotify. Um, my album. It, I have all my music stuff sitting well, here, ready. It's just ready for me. This calling is good. Me, this so. is good. So that's you. You ask this question. What are you got? What are you gonna do no, at no, the no, house? No, no. My music project. Okay, let's segue 100%. into this because I didn't tell Josh what today's episode was going to be about. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's today's episode? So um, I made a story. It was a couple like a couple weeks ago. Um, a poppy watching Josh on tour. Um, he did. You had a couple vlogs when you went on tour. If you guys don't know. Josh um, opened for the Dixie Chicks or the I should, the Chicks now, the chicks, yeah. known as the Chicks. What was that? Summer 2016. Yeah, best summer of my life. <laughs> um, and I posted videos of Poppy watching the little vlogs, and everyone was like, "Josh is a singer. Where is this? What's this?" And I'm like, "Wow, I realized like we talk about you're like going on tour. We talked about it in, in an episode, mm-hmm. but didn't like dive deep into it. We don't talk about like." People know you have music, but then they don't. Um, and a lot of people were questioning. So then I made another story saying like, hey, do you guys want to know like that summer? It was, we were only dating for what, five, six months, mm-hmm. but like we were already living together. So it was like, we moved fast, but then this whole thing changed our, our world and life. Yeah. Um, and it was very hard in our relationship. I skyrocketed to stardom pretty and, quickly. So And there was a lot of craziness that happened on this tour and a lot of people were and I was like do you guys want to know and everyone's like yes like talk more about it so I want this episode to be about Josh at his highest point in his entire life going on tour with the Dixie Chicks or now known as the Chicks and wow I'm tickled this is gonna be a great episode (laughs) so should we get into it let's get it all right it's 2015 November 2015 we just started dating and you were a full-time musician um and you had how many albums out at the time one and a half one and a half albums out and you're working for the fan biz but like you were still music music oh my god was that your phone (laughs) you were all about music that was your life that was your passion that was your dream yes um but you had a fear going on stage yeah um because why do you say like that because (laughs) how could you have that as a, a dream and passion it's actually quite normal for a lot of uh rock musicians but <laughs> magicians Sorry. yeah no i agree i agree um so you had like one show at um jurgles you had another show over here like you were going but it was severe anxiety for yeah, you let me get into it yeah so i was working for my family business and i kind of transitioned from like manual labor into the office so i was just like doing office stuff um pretty much sitting on the computer pretty much and not doing anything all day <laughs> just researching my music like in my brain i was like okay this is paying my bills but like time to research music so um i remember every day i would go get the mail i would like do a mail run and uh, go get lunch <laughs> it was kind of and like, then you were home by like noon yeah and i would listen to like all my little demos on cds while i drove you know um got coffee came back to the office and i would literally just watch videos of like james bay this was before james bay was big he was Mm -hmm. busking and i remember watching one of his first videos um before he even came out with his album and stuff i was watching videos of him early videos of ed sharon um 
all kinds of stuff like that and just really focusing in like on my sound, who I wanted to be. I was listening to a lot of James Taylor, um, but I had a vision of, of what I wanted to do and um, got linked up with Martin Strayer um, and Marty's married to Emily from the Chicks. Um, really crazy connection there through my cousin uh, who's a Olympic wrestler. It is so crazy. It's a weird it's, story, but it's how it all worked. Got uh, got connected with with Marty, and I was just sending him. Uh, he's been in the music business forever, um, and sent him a bunch of my music and stuff. He's like, "Wow, man! Like you're really talented." And uh, he, you know, there's talks of like having me come down to Texas and write with him and Emma and Emily and try to yeah, do when, that. Yeah, when did you go to Texas? Because that was um, before me. That was before, right before we started dating. Um, I went there for a week, and I stayed. They had and like you brought your daddy. Yeah, my dad came. Um, because I couldn't fly alone. I, I had say. a fear of flying. And uh, my dad's awesome. He came. He stayed at a hotel like in San Antonio. He loved it because like he's all into like all that history of Texas and stuff. So um, he did his thing and I stayed at their, they had like a, a studio type uh, separate house. Mm -hmm. um, stayed there and there's all my music stuff there and we'd write. Um, absolutely awesome people. And uh, I you came. You talk with your hands this whole time. And I came back. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just really. And I'm I really came watching back it. <laughs> from that. Um, super inspired, and I was like, boom, ready to go. <laughs> I know why I noticed it. It's because your hands are so dry, and I hear it. I hear. Yeah, they sound like sandpaper. <laughs> so dry, here. dude. It's that's climate. why. Sorry, I, I'm just like, why am it's I noticing your hair? Me. And I, <laughs> do you want some lotion real quick? No, I'm good. But so I came <laughs> back just so inspired. I was like, I need to get an album out. Um, so local producer uh whoa. local producer jay vega uh he had an awesome studio called the wilderness studio and we just really bonded on a musical level and personal level and it was just like a safe haven um and he him and i connected because we were the same as far as like he's so thorough really invested in each instrument each sound capturing it perfectly like couldn't have asked for anyone better to connect with. So I really entrusted this album in him and he kind of did his thing with it. Um, so and from put, there we, what, so you put the album out before you went on tour. Yes. So I had my album and then I, right after that, I had a EP called American Rose, which was five songs. Okay. Um, shortly after with a little bit more like upbeat songs than the uh, self-titled album. Uh, and yeah, right before that. So with those two albums, I was playing shows all around Pittsburgh, like really small venues. And when I say like all around, I mean, I was playing all around, but not every week. Like, I was going to say, I think you played maybe twice or three times. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. But the only thing stopping you was your anxiety. Yeah. So major anxiety getting up on stage. Um, I had, a, you know, ever since I was little, I've had this. So I would play talent shows at school with my bands and I remember like that's the first time I ever felt like kind of panicky or anything like that was before these shows. And it wasn't like a nervousness. It was like a panic. Um, so I knew from there on, I was like, I don't like this feeling, but like I'd push through because I wanted to be out on stage. Well, you I had your, your friend um, was the guitar guitarist, guitar player. Yeah, I always, I always had to have people. So like back to the album and everything, like I had my band here mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh and like we would all practice like once or twice a week. Um, and then there was talks, um, Marty was like, Hey man, like you could open for the chicks. Like you're in the running. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like, you know, dream, you know, that yeah. was just like a far-fetched dream, but I was like, all right, maybe there is something here. So I really like just believed that I was like, all right, this is going to happen way before, like this is a couple months before 
the actual you know i got the i remember game, we but. were we were in the weren't we in the car yeah in north driving around north park when yeah. you got the call that you were like i got the booked. call from their agent and he's like hey man congratulations like you're gonna be opening and then he was like you know they just wanted to be you and i was oh i was like i don't think i can do this no like, you literally in the car thing. i i you didn't cry but you were like pure panic yeah. i remember you being like i can't do this it was like the best this. news i've ever heard but then the worst and then i was like oh you know it's kind of so i was like oh yeah my like i might just have like my drummer behind me or something he's like okay you know I'll, I'll have to like make sure but i'm sure that's like fine you know they just don't want like a full band and all that stuff but, and i was like all right but what's crazy for you like you booked and this was their first tour back in how many years yeah this is like the big tour back the big tour back and you got the call that you booked it but like you had no manager. You had, had no, nothing. You had yeah. no, it was just Josh in yeah. his room and his my friends drummer. and my band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, that was that was wild. Yeah. So, yeah. So okay. So they tell you, and you booked how many? You booked the first twenty-one shows. Twenty-one shows. The first half. Yep. So with the tour, they had an opener, an opener, and then the chicks. Yep. So you were the first. Yep. And then the first couple shows was uh, uh Dan, Lena, Leas from Augustana, um, super nice guy. Um, and he was with his band. So it was me, then him, then the chicks. And then uh, a little bit later, Anderson East and his mm -hmm. band who are awesome. I love those guys. Uh, they, they were after me and then. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you get the call, you booked it. And then I want to say it was like a month. Like I, I, it was like nice outside. So it was probably end of April or early May. And you first show was June. June 1st, I think. First. Yeah. In Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they gave you like. A month. Yeah, and I, I remember. Oh, oh, and my dad bought an RV. So that was, I was gonna say I was gonna get there. So they 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 gave you a month, and 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 Josh having no management, Nothing. no guidance, no clueless to like a, the real world of a tour. Yeah. Like obviously you've been to how many shows you you know, yeah. but like um, they're like, how are you guys getting around? Like you're gonna you're gonna drive, you're gonna fly. Like a van. He wouldn't fly. Yeah um tour bus i do have a tour bus um. i was looking at the tour bus like <laughs> i was like i had no idea and my dad lived a small dream through himself like he's always just wanted to like tour the nation yeah just that's just been in his dna so i don't he's he's wild he you bought an told RV. him you booked it and i swear yeah. to god the following week he had this rv yeah. he was like i'm the bus driver he like took out <laughs> all this stock money and bought an rv i'm not even kidding literally um which is the if you truly think about the sweetest thing there was like four bunks in the back. I mean, like um, the weight, the fact that he actually did that. Yeah, and he, and he was psyched. Like, he's oh pumped, yeah, this so, was this was his dream. So he becomes the tour bus driver, um, and we go out and we get to Cincinnati. Um, but wait, I, okay. I was going to say, so I, I I know you're getting excited, but okay, so you have your dad, your tour bus driver, you have your friend who's the drummer, and then you have. Who and then else? we got uh, Vlad and Dan. Uh, they came to just do everything. Uh, kind of be there for support a, because <laughs> yeah. I was freaking out um, everything from videography to photography to stage stuff day to day like they were just part of the band part of the crew and they're here today so you had you how many people with you had um, it was just me the, oh Nick my drummer Nick yeah. so it was four. us four and then my dad <laughs> and your dad in um, the RV I remember you guys leaving that day waving off I why did we go to that first show yeah, you guys drove out. Yeah, we drove. Oh, because you had to go out a, a day or two before yeah. or something. Um, and like I said, this was the very beginning of our relationship. Yeah. Um, I 
was, this was this would have been our first summer together, but we were already living together, so we were we were very serious at yeah. the time. Um, I think I was working at American Eagle. I was. Yeah, I was you working were at American yeah. Eagle and Aerie, so I couldn't get like all the time off and also like not be a groupie. Um, but I wanted to be, and I think was it before you went on tour? Remember, there was someone in in that was uh, guiding you to be the single heartbreaking well that was the that was the idea you know this was my time to shine and uh you know i I couldn't have a girl you know hold (laughs) me back uh when i'm gonna be a rock star no but yeah i mean i think in any young especially male artists it's always a benefit to promote the artist or you know not nowadays not nowadays i think a lot of stuff has changed but in that realm yeah. like in that that was like the end cusp of it it was like you know when you thought of like the justin bieber Shawn or the Shawn mendez yes, like they were all single um, being like the single guy um even ed sheeran was single for a long time um so um, it was just like the thing because then you know girls were like oh my gosh like he's like single guy you know he's not tied down <laughs> to some, he's so good looking to some uh ball and chain you know so. <laughs> um so that was that was like the game plan in the beginning and i think we were just kind of like yeah sure whatever I kind of get it and then you went on tour in your first show let's talk about that first show yep, so I'll got never there. forget that night yeah so I'll never mind you I, I hadn't been sleeping all right I could not sleep I was just like you know anxious excited like all the emotions we get to the first show walking around the venue I'm like oh my god how am I do this and prior to that I was sitting in my office and I actually was uh I was searching the venues from point of view from stage so I was kind of locking in like what it would look like. So I would sit in the office and download these images of stage point of view of these venues and like look out. So I kind of could yeah. could practice. Um, it was a real thing. I did. And uh, got there, looked out. I was like, okay. I felt relief because it was like outside. I didn't feel like trapped by like an arena or like something. It was like outside, fresh air, sunlight. I was like, okay, okay. Wait, it was an outside. It was outdoor. Tour. Yeah, like the shed. Yeah. You know, they're covered, but outside. <laughs> um, and so it's getting getting to the hour. I'm almost ready to go on. Um, and uh, I remember they're like, all right, everyone, like Josh Herbert. And I, I go out and it was just, I blacked out. But didn't you, you begged for to only do so many songs, right? Well, they wanted you to, I had a 40 minute set. No, they wanted you it? to do f- you 20 got in, minutes. You got in trouble your first show. Well, that's why. Well, yeah. so I was Not like, trouble, I was nervous and shaky. And I was, I told my drummer, I was like, hey man, like I think I, my set was five songs. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yo dude, like, I am so nervous right now. I'm going to try to make it through each song, but like I might have to cut it early before the last song. Like I'm just freaking. He's like, all right, just like give me like a cue. So we get through it. I'm like panicky. Wasn't the first heart one? racing. I missed the seasons. Yeah, yeah. And that was California. That was the second one. Change. And, but, dun, 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 yeah. and this was Josh the whole time. I was <laughs> just zoned in. I was wearing my sunglasses. It helped a little bit. And that was the first song, right? Heart yeah. palpitating. Um, I had a couple panic, panic attacks, attacks on, on stage. Like thought about like walking off a couple times. And you didn't speak. Like you didn't yeah. say, hi, I'm Josh Herbert. Like welcome. Yeah. Or nothing. It was just yeah. like. I was just trying to get through it. I think it was a battle. Said, you might have said. Hi, I'm Josh Herbert. This is California. And yep. miss the seasons. Yep. Yeah, you guys might have known this one, right? <laughs> but um, then I looked back at Nick and I was like, after the fourth song, I was like, that's it, man. I was like, thank you guys so much. And I walked off and um, I'm walking down the hall and the Dixie Chicks or the Chicks manager at the time, Simon, uh, really nice guy English. He's like, you had time for one more song, mate. I, I'm sorry if I butchered his accent, but uh, I was just like, oh my God. And he just gave me like the scowl and I was like so intimidated. Lo and behold, we became good friends after that. But and, and I was so I, scared. I was like, "Am I going to get kicked off the tour for <laughs> doing one song?" And then Less. I rushed. I rushed backstage because I was in the front watching. I rushed backstage, 
I mean, and and we all, everyone came out. We all had matching T-shirts. I was like, oh, that probably even had to be like even more mm-hmm. nerve-wracking for you. And we're going back every, I, I see him and I, I. I was like in a daze. I mean, I, I was weird. like, he was not in his body. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you. I had like, like depersonalization. Yes. I was like outside you, my body. You came to anxiety. me like, I, I'm going to have a heart attack. My heart was like, so I thought I was having a heart attack. I re- rushed him in the RV and we lay down on the, the I remember the back bed. I was this, cl- this close from telling Abby. I was like, I need medical. No, I know. I'm like, I know. kidding. And he was like, I can't breathe. I meant, like, you weren't speaking. And I'm like, oh my God, he's having a heart attack yeah. right now. Um, I thought it was it. And I was like, well, at least I got to, at least I got <laughs> one show. show. You and know. I'm thinking, oh my God. I was definitely how, thinking death. How is like, he doing? 20, I mean, you looked like death. I, yeah. I, I'll never. Still had 20 more to go. I, I'll never forget yeah. that. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, I remember sitting in the RV and that you laying down. It was an out-of-body experience. And I was I was checking. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the F I'm yeah. doing. I'm like, give me your wrist. I don't know. It took me like an hour to calm down. <laughs> and oh, like, more. this is all behind the scenes. Thing. Like, I don't, and no one really knew the extent. And then to go do a meet and greet. Yeah. Like, and then. because All my fans. <laughs> well, not a meet and greet, but like you were going out and like signing stuff yeah, yeah. and you had a merch. Oh my God, the merch. There merch. was so much. I was selling out. There's, people really were. were. My, yeah, people were buying my shirts. Um, so there's just so much to it first show like i said you so you made it through yeah and you knew you and it started to get like in a way like all right easier but then each show was like just as hard because it was like a different venue different place and it depended like i really wasn't sleeping so a lot of the time like vlad and dan would see me i was literally like going to the rv like trying to sleep and i couldn't like i go there by myself in the afternoon and try to lay down i was just like and it got so bad Fast forward to the Chicago show, which I think was like a couple in. Mm -hmm. I was having, I hadn't slept and I was having so much anxiety. And I've only experienced this a couple times in my life, maybe a handful, where I think it's from a lack of sleep, but you almost feel like you're on a boat. It's like that much like sleep deprivation, anxiety, and like you're stepping and you feel like you're unbalanced. It's very scary. (laughs) I'm like getting flashbacks, but very scary. And I was trying to be like, calm down, you're okay. And I, I pushed through these shows and a lot of people did not know the extent like I, no. I, I honestly should have like checked myself into a hospital because it no, was bad. You, de- you should have after. We yeah, definitely 100%. should have got you in after. Like I'm, and I'm kind of smiling now, but like we definitely should have because you yeah. were not well. But it, it, it's an, a testament to uh, especially if someone's out there suffering from like anxiety or panic disorder or some sort of mental illness um, and has a dream one day of like doing this stuff and you're like, I'm never going to be able to do that. Like you can. You'd be you surprised what unmedicate. you can do unmedicated no medication no just medication. a little bit of booze here and there but no i didn't drink uh before any show i would just sip on uh coffee yeah which probably didn't help my heart palpitations no but um okay. i would crack a Coors light after the show though for some relief and then we would watch the chick show like it was, so it was fun great. i it felt was re- it was like it like anyone who pushes through anxiety there's a sense of like oh like a crazy exuberating relief when you accomplish something like that yeah. and people often ask me like what did it feel like well i've never skydived but i'm sure it was it's probably a similar feeling it's like a rush if you have a fear of skydiving if you have a fear some people love that <laughs> it's like it's like swimming with shark i don't know yeah. what your biggest fear is in in overcoming that um it's like a huge sense of relief and, and dopamine dump and you even though like you were like the first act there was a lot of people in there. Yeah, there's still a lot of, it, more it, than I've ever played for. It was yeah. like um, a summer summer tour. Yeah, there were like 50 there, people the in there, you know? First, <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> the chicks that. were, it, from the first show I went to where it was just us, Yeah, I would say you you upgraded. Um, everyone was drinking, having fun. And, you know, so your first your first show, and uh, we don't remember the exact schedule, but um, I tried to come out with your mom as much as yeah. possible. Um, and then you were... Like, 
I don't know if the tour was getting bigger, but like you were like going out uh, before your show and like playing. I noticed the, like after my show, like the meet and greet lines kept getting bigger yes, and bigger yeah. and bigger. Well, you were, um, you're so handsome too. They well, saw that this, too. Yeah. This little man on stage and like, well, let's get up close yeah, to him. My tight skinny jeans. And boots oh, wait, and, should we talk about your fit? Well, fit check. Uh, you can look up <laughs> pictures of my tour days, but for some Jagings. reason I was into jeggings. <laughs> I wore super tight uh, pants. I was very skinny. I was running a lot. Um, had very bad acne cause I was stressed and, uh, I wore St. Laurent boots. Um, they were the cutest little things ever. I still have them. <laughs> Those were the first boots you wore. The, the, if you yeah. guys remember the story of me walking into Josh's house for the first time yep. on our first date and he was wearing his little, his little high heeled boots and I'll not yep. like those are, did you still have those? Oh, I no, still have them. We kept. But I'm gonna put apart. them uh, in the new home. I have an area. I have like a glass case. <laughs> I'm gonna put all my tour memorabilia for people who come over. Um, and I also my very last show, I had the chicks sign um, my guitar. And yeah. unbeknownst to them, they changed their name to the chicks, and they actually signed my guitar. The chicks. Well, they probably cool. maybe they knew. Maybe, um, or that's how they referred to themselves. <laughs> yeah. But um, and uh, when Natalie signed it, the sharpie kind of went blank for a second. So there's like a double. But it's fine. Uh, <laughs> she had to re, she'd re-go over it. Um, it's fine. It'll buff out. But um, yeah. So anyway, back to. So you're fit. But that's why I think the, the ladies were loving you because of your fit. You were yeah. the tight baby tight. gap t-shirt. Moose knuckling. Moose knuckling. <laughs> that's the term. Literally. Look um, it up. That was moose knuckling hard. And I, I feel like. When did our. We, we, it got kind of rough with us because. I I could care less about that. Like you were doing tours, didn't you? Like you were signing like girls, like stuff. So, yeah. a, a lady actually came up and had me sign her mammary gland. It was the Cuyahoga Falls show. You were there, and I just yeah. kind of like looked at you and like I was just trying to be. Not, I felt kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. She just like literally was like sign my chest, and I was like okay, like. And I remember just being like okay, like. You know. I, and I'm not gonna say who did this because I can't do that. But someone in our group family someone came up because they knew we were with you and was like does he have a girlfriend and i was standing right there and they were like no no he's single yeah that was i think in that moment i was like oh should i like oh like is this is this really good and then it just your anxiety got worse i was trying to hype you up at the same time but also feeling like no one was in my corner like no yeah. one was like not that it was about me but i was like no one's like caring about my feelings yeah. and then um there was just one big blow up and and i i posted i post a picture of you and, and you untagged yourself possibly there was it some, was weird it was, it was really weird weird, and i was like oh my god why i'm like why am i supporting your ass yeah it, i should say but yeah why? but yeah you can't swear so i'm like why am i supporting your but, life yeah um as I'm just like, oh, I'm the cousin over here. Yeah. I'm like the third cousin. <laughs> My hot cousin. <laughs> <laughs> the cousin that you kiss. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was really, um, obviously, I probably wasn't the best timing, but I was definitely like taking it out on you too. Like, but here's the thing, Ab, I couldn't have done it without you. No, I know that. I know that. So I appreciate and, you. And, and you made it through, but I also probably me. didn't make it easier. True. I didn't, I didn't make it the easiest for you, you when um, I forced you to You did that. make it easy being that beautiful little girl. Oh, thank you. But do you remember I, I forced you? Well, I didn't force you. I was like, I'm, <laughs> I think I might have thrown the, I'm breaking up with you if you don't post a picture True. of me. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm guilty. Um, but I just, I needed my. I was like, oh, whatever, this girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Meanwhile, I was like deeply obsessed with you. But yeah, so it no, was it was rough. a great tour. Um, but oh. I know, I know, I don't want you to get, so yeah. we're, we're having our personal issues and me not feeling validated. You're dealing with just getting on stage. And then you find out at first you were told that you weren't going 
to New York. You weren't playing in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, that's fine. You you were like bummed, but like also yeah. like, yeah, like you said, you're fine. And then out of nowhere, was it like a couple weeks before? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. It was like a, a week or two after uh, their agent called me. He's like, hey, actually, you, you oh, okay. did. So you, you will be playing in Madison Square Garden. I was just like, oh my god like that's just crazy like yeah first arena i've ever played in my life is going to be madison square garden like yeah. just unreal and I, I grew up as a hockey fan so like the history of that arena but not many people itself. can say they even they played at madison square garden doesn't or matter. an arena yeah <laughs> not many people it's like a, it's crazy and um you know of course leading up to that show that show was i believe that was the show before pittsburgh i can't remember i, I can't remember um either. but I think it was after my dad we parked the rv across the river in new york because mm -hmm. i forget why they couldn't park in new york i don't know he we, tried to park like in madison no Square Garden he was determined he's like i'm parking in madison square garden we're like, Arena. you can't do he that he ended up bringing the rv and parking inside somehow <laughs> and took pictures he just he was determined it was crazy and we had to reprimand my dad a couple times he was going rogue on tour if you know my dad we he's calm tour, tour, tour doug. doug um he can be wild um you know, my dad lived a very different life, like <laughs> in Pittsburgh, you know, worked his whole life, uh, worked very late, hard, same area, like, same area, like worked with his brothers and his dad, like just, and he's the type of person, he just doesn't care. Like he's very kind and he'll nice, talk but to he'll anyone. talk to anybody. He just doesn't, he doesn't care who you are. Tell them about this, the motorcycle and celebrity. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> um, but he was kind of going rogue and with his background, like no one really knew who he was. They thought he was a bus driver because I mean, he just had that look, you know, he's wearing his do rags, cut off shirts, you know, Harley gear, his cigars, cigars, chewing on them. And he was going up to the guys like rigging and doing their job and being like, oh, you know, like, you know, telling them how to do stuff. And they're like, and someone was like, who is this guy going around? They thought he was a rogue bus driver. Like he kind of was. Um, so he had to kind of stay by the buses after that. Because yeah. um, no one knew he was a security threat. But he, had, he ended up making friends with all the security. Um, uh, just crazy. He's wild. Um, so. We lost him at one point because we were I, I'll never, We were with your mom and we were trying to find him and found out he was yeah. He was talking to um, your, the celebrity yeah, guy. Yeah, the guy's got a heart of gold. But he, yeah. So... You know, there was a point and our drummer, my drummer and him were just fighting because my drummer was getting feedback like, hey, like his dad can't like he's going in all these unauthorized areas <laughs> of the tour. And like this guy's just going rogue. Like he's got to stay by there the bus. There was so like, much drama. And um, in, I thought my drummer and my with. dad were going to fist fight at one point. So I was dealing with that. I wasn't sleeping. Um, and then the drummer and his girlfriend were going through some things. Yeah, like, I think there was so. But um, now, now they're married and they're doing totally the best fine. Thing ever. But there was just a there lot, was a lot of, of like a lot of drama on. behind the scenes that I was absorbing on top of my anxiety. But then being so grateful for this opportunity. Um, so going through that and like the chicks, um, people were like, "How were they? Like the nicest, nicest ladies ever. Like yeah. they're all moms." wonderful people let alone they're all rock stars um so i was like in great hands with them and they were always checking like hey is everything cool they uh emily was even at one point she's like you can ride on our bus if you want i was like i might take you up on that uh, but no it all it all worked out um but then we're leading to the madison square garden garden yeah. show um i'm freaking out again um and we have video of that um, we could probably try to find some of that video and throw it in yeah. uh, throughout this vlog or this podcast because it's quite funny um and the man behind the screen here filmed it all so you have to find all that dan but um i blacked out and i messed up all my lyrics every lyric was wrong i had three no panic one, attacks no one knew besides that so i was like oh oh okay just, just make up words <laughs> 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 just i was going. like I, I literally just remember thinking like young singer 
dies on mm. Madison Square Garden. Like I literally kept because yeah. my heart <laughs> felt like it was gonna freaking explode. Like, I mean, you're, I was and your blood foot pressure was tapping the roof. on that one. Yeah, I just kept seeing the negative, the negative thoughts. Which but you I did it. On. But you, I did you it. Got through. Um, and then it was on to like my dream. Like that, I was like, ah, oh, cool. Like Madison Square Garden. Like did it. Got a picture. We got a picture um, of your name on the sign. Yeah, Joshua my name Ramos. on the sign. I was just Snapchatting the whole time. Oh, what a like, what an amazing like, experience <laughs> that I'm. You know, I'm so grateful for and can't thank. Um, the women and the chicks enough like for that opportunity but um after that it was like my dream show pittsburgh you know because growing up here uh so it was called star lake it changes names every year but it's like the the outdoor pavilion here in burgestown and i remember um and i said this on a post after i played i went to a cool play concert it was my first concert ever um and i was dating this girl at the time and all my friends went it was like a crazy awesome concert and I think they were playing the scientist. It was like one of the last songs. And like, I don't, I think my girlfriend either like pieced me or something happened at the time. And I was really sad. I was sitting at a bench by the bathrooms and they played the song and I just had like an epiphany and I was looking up and Chris Martin was playing the song and I was like, I'm going to play on that stage one day. And Mm -hmm. it was just this weird thing. And I almost got there, uh, a couple years later, I played Warp Tour in, just in Pittsburgh, but yeah. I played at like a little tent called <laughs> yeah. Keep Abreast. Yeah. Uh, my man Kyle, I don't know if he's still working for them, but he helped me get that one-off gig. Uh, but it wasn't quite the, the, the vision. The um, but finally, I got it, and it was it was amazing. All my friends and family came out. And um, then you're like, I miss the season. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a homecoming. Um, it was a beautiful summer day. Like, couldn't ask for like a better story. It was it honestly. was perfect. Um, yeah, that was it was a great day. I. Uh, we got pictures together. Yep. I, was I think at the time I was allowed to be in pictures. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed after that. But um, yeah, I kept pushing through and like it was, it was really like creating a buzz. Like I really thought, you know, I'm going to be the next Justin Bieber. That's what yeah. I thought. Um, okay, so you had an amazing tour. A lot of drama yeah. between. A lot of anxiety, a lot of drama hidden yes. deep within my heart. Um, then we, we went out west. Um, and I just want to say like your parents went above and beyond for us because I, his mom took me to every show. Yeah. Um, Josh, with his anxiety, wouldn't sleep on the bus. So there was a point where we were doing hotel rooms. Remember yeah, I couldn't you, sleep on the bus. Uh, it was it was so wild. But like like you said, you got on stage and you did it. And the fact that you you did it knowing what you go through um, is truly crazy to look back on. Yeah, and then we had a break. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like halfway break and the next show was in Vancouver and it was actually quite awesome and it's an experience that I'm going to hold in my in my brain and my heart forever me Abby my mom and dad took a trip from Pittsburgh to Vancouver we went to like Wyoming and that's what Yellowstone. I'm saying if you really like, think awesome. about that like your parents like that's wild yeah. that they did that for us <laughs> and we went on this uh, crazy road called Wicked Women Pass. Wicked Women's Pass. Uh, I was in the backseat praying. I thought we were like, dying. I thought we were going over the cliff. Um, and somehow we ended up in what? Uh, <laughs> oh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We like, ended up on a quad trail <laughs> going to this resort in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, past the Grand Tetons. We went on a quad trail. Yeah, I was like on Google Maps. My dad's freaking because he wanted There's physical signs, maps. There's signs like cars should not be on this. Yeah, yeah. We, it was like crazy. We're in this like wilderness <laughs> area, and then all of a sudden, uh, like it opens up to it this crazy five star. What was the resort? Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It was resort? in Jackson. I don't know. It was this beautiful. beautiful resort it was fourth of july fireworks going <laughs> off like it was like it was crazy and then we dropped you guys off at the at the thing and i'm helping my dad park <laughs> he backed into somebody's car crushed it crushed the bumper <laughs> and pulls forward turns around goes somewhere else and parks their rv somewhere in the distance i was like do you crush these ah, laid out and no, just walked away i was like so but it was so dark it was night we couldn't find <laughs> his just car this was crushed. i mean he it, it, it was, was like a, bad. a it was a small dent in the front of this really old car 
I feel bad. Karma. I think my dad got his karma eventually for that. But um, yeah, he just kind of left. We the were, car were there. we were all running cameras on, all around. So I'm sure they have his license plate. <laughs> we were all running on um, no sleep and just trying to support Josh, but also you know everyone. It it was it was wild. It was crazy, um, and it's. It's, it's yeah, yeah, I have no words to how that and then, went. <laughs> uh, and then fast forward and, um, you know, I think it was the second to last show or one of them. And I just I think everything kind of hit a boiling point for me. Like mm-hmm. I was just so stressed. I was in a way ready for it to be over. But then I was sad it was ending because I was like, what's next? Yeah. A lot of emotions. I, I w- honestly was not sleeping. Yeah. I was no, I know. So sleep deprived anxiety through the roof. And um, we had a fallout. Who did? Uh, me oh my God. <laughs> and these two guys sitting right here who are here today. And that's uh, the testament of time. Um, we had a little fall. Everyone was sick of everyone. Everyone was, I think, <laughs> yes. I think at the end of the day, it's like any sports team or anything like that. Like eventually, like, dude, we were living together. We were, they were seeing me so stressed. I was being mean. I was not being myself. No one um, was getting paid. Yeah, no one was getting paid. Like <laughs> Everyone it was, was just, just doing there to be the experience. Yeah. And then after 20 it was over 21 day. Like yeah. after I was cranky as hell. Um, I was taking it out on everyone. You, and I'll never forget. I, you had a full blown tantrum. Do you remember that night you wanted to so go? I don't I, know what happened. I, um, it was on the way back from somewhere and we were like two or three hours from Pittsburgh. And I was so like, I don't think anyone knew like how I was not sleeping. Like I was so tired. I just wanted a hotel bed and, my dad, my dad, Dan and Flav were like, we can make it home. And I was like, no, like, I'm not going, we're not going more in the RV. Like, I was like, I need to sleep. And my dad's like, we can make it. <laughs> you know? And, and I, it started this whole thing. And I, you grabbed I grabbed him. my suitcase and my dad's sitting there and I was stomping my suitcase. No, I slammed it on Josh the ground. Josh grabbed, threw it out of the RV. I'm standing there like this. Oh my God. <laughs> Josh threw it out of the RV. He's jumping on it in his boots, like jumping on his, <laughs> my little boots, his like, <laughs> trying to smash the it's suitcase. It's a little, little luggage. Like yeah, it's a little, little tiny carry, lug, carry on Couple luggage. And, and he's jumping on it and I'm standing there. Doug, Josh's dad is like, uh, my dad's trying not to laugh. Yeah. Like, like, and Josh is like, I don't even know you were F bombing this F bombing that freaking freaking out. And then everyone's like, did we get, (laughs) did we go to a hotel or did you guys go home? I think think they, I think you guys went home. Yeah. And I think you went with us to go home. home. Uh, with Abby the next day because I needed to sleep. You guys made it home and had a great trip, probably. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, we should do like a three part episode. To yeah. I mean, I wish, I mean, we have some footage, but we should have really done like a behind, the, like a whole document. It was wild. It, it was, it was insane. There was like, you know, you only got so many backstage passes and then yeah. every, like people were like, why is Abby going backstage yeah. or why is this person going backstage? Cause this person wanted to go backstage. And then this, one. I mean, there was so much, I had people texting me, which is cool. But like that, I haven't talked to in <laughs> years. Like, Hey man, like I heard you're playing this show. Like I live here now. Like, can I, yeah. can I get tickets? And it was awesome. Cause a lot of the States, like I was like, uh, or a lot of the shows, like I didn't have any friends. So I had so many tickets. I was like, yeah, sure. But like, out of the woodwork like i haven't talked to you in you didn't 10 have years saved. like you didn't, you didn't have numbers <laughs> saved and they're talking to me like i'm like best friends um, but it's so, cool because they're supporting you but at the same way i'm like where were you when i was playing well not really yeah. playing around pittsburgh but, <laughs> but you so. were so like you like you said you were at such this high like everyone was like josh just got off tour he played madison square garden you played in vancouver toronto like josh, literally josh josh josh, josh, josh. and ah. i'm and it, it was so big and then you come home and it's it's just gone. Nothing it's, happened. Yeah, I come home and it's it's quiet. 
It was just, yeah. well, actually, do you remember there was big drama with the family because they were going on a vacation the day oh, we got home? <laughs> my family went on vacation the day home and they wanted to take my dad's RV. It was a whole thing. No, and they I was wanted like, you to go and you were like, yeah, no, I'm not I was like, going. I was so... But I we ended, ended up going, going and it was perfect. It was great, but uh, but like it, I was like I, I couldn't go on the RV again. Didn't we? <laughs> no, dro- we drove. We drove. I could, yeah, because yeah. like I was like I can't. And you need we we went down a day later because you're like I just need a day. Yeah. I just and no yeah. one was really seeing like what was going on because like you it was just like you and your dad the whole time yeah. like I don't. Know. And um, at one point, sorry to bring this up, but we were driving through. Dan and Vlad uh, were asleep in the back, and Nick. And it was super early and we're driving. My dad took a, a route because he wanted to go through Lake Tahoe for oh no God. reason. Just he wanted to. And <laughs> I was sleeping above him in a bunk and I hear a t- 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 like real early. T- t- and I'm like, I like go down. He's like, hey, can you sit next to me? I'm falling asleep. Oh, <laughs> he's, driving he's crushing coffee. Oh my God. And he's like, you just sit here. Like I you just got to talk to me. He's me like, oh he God, isn't dude. like a, a saint for what he did for you for that tour and your mom. Like, guy's incredible. Is, He's a legend. Is, he truly is. It is but wild. Back to that story real quick. Yeah. Uh, we're, it was a show in Toronto. Yeah. Um, and oh, we got into a huge fight that show. I probably. It was a double <laughs> show in Toronto. A beautiful venue. Um, it was the Molson Amphitheater. I, I think it changed, it's changed names now. But um, I, sitting in front of me was, I was like, that guy looks like Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And lo and behold, uh, Marty was like, do you Kiefer Sutherland's here? I was like, and I, I just finished watching 24. So I was like, it was like so fresh. I was a huge fan of his. He also does like music and stuff. But um, we, after the show, like he's like, do you want to meet him? I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to. Like I'm a really big fan of his and he was so nice. And uh, I remember Marty was like, Kiefer, like you got to meet this guy's dad. Like he is just like hilarious. He's, he's like kind of explaining him. He's like, oh yeah does he have like a silver and yellow bike and i was like yeah and he's like yeah he stopped me in the parking lot and he showed me all these pictures of his of his harleys and i was like (laughs) he's like oh that's your dad he's like oh he's really cool and i go to tell my dad i'm like did you like stop someone and like show him he's like yeah i showed a couple people some of my bikes i was like he had no idea he had no idea i was like that was key for selling he's like who i was like he's like oh oh the actor oh oh that was him Um, just trapping he traps people oh uh, it was shows them right here look at my was, bikes um, so funny wild ride but yeah so you were on such as high and then it was on a yeah then it was like deflating because after that yeah. it was like um i think after that the idea was to have uh at the time simon the chick's manager at the time showed some interest in trying to help me pursue you my met career with live nation you yeah met- i met with live nation um everyone i was like this is it baby this is my break you know yeah. after that and uh there was small talks of me doing something with live nation and had some meetings with them and um was going to nashville they, and writing with they wanted you really to awesome writers on your own and you wouldn't like yep. you you stopped you haven't played since you went on tour yes i have uh, some small one-offs no yes Josh. No. Yeah, I played with uh, Chris here at a local oh, cafe. Oh, okay. That <laughs> yeah, was a couple. Wh- cu- that's one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's not a couple. <laughs> no, because remember they they were telling. I packed and, it up, baby. And you're, ex- I think you you just hit your limit, and you would not. And I, we were like, you've done it. Yeah. You remember you had the big Jurgle show. Yeah. And I had a big show. They had my name in lights, headlines, made banners, and I just freaked. I pieced. Um, yeah, I, I really hit a dark point. Um, but that was after like none of the, you were having like these little moments of we lived, we moved to LA, not move. Like we went to LA for a couple, uh, months for Josh's music and like you're meeting all these people. I was doing writing sessions, meeting people and like nothing was connecting and like 
guys the music industry is hard yeah. like you're you're up here one moment and like you're you're not and it's it's hard you got to keep you got to keep the fire burning and it can be draining especially if you're if you're playing on tour um i had a little taste of it and i was like um like i can't imagine people who do that for a living yeah sustaining that i, I guess you do find ways to to live your life whilst doing that and i'm sure there's much better ways than i did it because yeah. i had no experience <laughs> but um yeah it was absolutely taxing on my my mental health um like i said again the best days of my life and some of the like it was just it was such a uh mix of emotions and and feelings but um way more positives than negatives for sure we came home well right after tour then we moved to la for a couple months and then we came back really broke yeah well that's the thing like i had a town home we weren't working wasn't working um you know kind of and in a way too like i i felt uh, inside, I felt embarrassed in a way because I went on this big tour, you know, did all this stuff and now I'm back home and no one really cared. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought like everything would take off from, I truly did. And, you know, partially my, me, because I wasn't really going out of my comfort zone again, I kind of got anxiety again and, and honed in and I was like, I need to get better. I need better songs. And so I was really working on that and, um, consumed in that. But in a way I felt embarrassed to go play again in, in these small venues because I felt like I graduated towards yeah. that in a way, uh, selfishly. Um, and I actually got depressed. Oh no, uh, I know it was bad. Severely depressed. I wasn't sad. Uh, I was depressed. I had Abby, I had all this great things. I, I was working jobs I hated, which did not help. Um, yeah. just to get by, I was working at like a juice. And you would shop always make jokes. Like, look at me. I was like, I was you're like, I, was at playing Madison Square Garden last year and this year I'm making juices. Yeah, and in a way I felt sorry for myself. I was like, you know, I was really depressed. I was, I had this huge high and like it just got deflated and, um, but I, I commend myself for, and I commend you, uh, for helping dust me off and, um, you know, get me back on my feet and I started focusing on other things that are, you know, important like you and my future with you, um, you know, our marriage and everything like that. You, but I mean, you, you still did music, but you, we had, we had I, a reality check of like, we either you, you pursue music full time or we don't eat or yeah. we can't afford where we live or we, there was a point where I was like, Josh, we got to ask your parents if we can live with them. Yeah. We and, almost moved it back in with my parents. <laughs> well, and, and they were like, no, <laughs> I don't even know if we, asked. you might've mentioned it to your dad. I think they're lost. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, so it's, it, it's wild how you're on such a high. It was a great summer, but you turned it all around. You wrote our first dance song. Yep. You wrote a song for Poppy. Yeah. Um, I think too, it like, and where I'm at now, I haven't put music out since Poppy. Um, but where I'm at now, I like used to care so much what I sounded like and I wasn't the best singer and like my vocals. And now I like the last couple songs I put out, I self-produced and just recorded. And, um, Dave Darlington did some stuff on him. He's a super phenomenal producer and he makes and mastered it. But I think it came to a point where I was like, I, I'm just going to be me. And yeah. that's what's, that's, well, that's what's what I was important, trying to so. tell you. Like, don't put so much pressure. I'm like, just release what you want to release. Yeah, I was always trying to sound like somebody yeah. or sound what's, what's the next trend in music and stuff. Well, like Poppy that, loves so. your songs because we have it she on loves the playlist them. and she goes, yeah. daddy, daddy. She loves And it's them. really cool. Like yeah. she was down here dancing. I did a music video while we were on tour to my song, Ohio. And we filmed it at Cuyahoga Falls the night before I played. It was really cool. Like just, I was like, let's just film. Like I had my in-ears in. We just did like a one live take where I lead up to the stage um, and dance around in my boots. It's pretty funny <laughs> to check it out. But Poppy was down here the one day dancing to it. And I was like, I just had this full circle moment. I was like, that whole experience 
that I went through and I lived, I had just so my daughter could dance <laughs> to, <Yeah. laughs> to this song and to me. Yeah. It was just really cool to see that. It and was she like, falls asleep to your song yeah, in the she, car. We put your holy water on and she, she'll, she'll go, go daddy. daddy. Yeah. It's, daddy. It's, she knows. It's, it's crazy. Uh, it's pretty wild to to see that side of it. Um, and, and I told you, I, I want Poppy. I wish I would have got into instruments and, and music um, or band. And, and you I, have quite the voice. Can you sing a note? So People, mean. No, you she's actually so quite talented. No, no, I'm not. Perfect pitch. <laughs> shut, shut. You're so Just mean. Poppy you has part. Poppy sings. La, la, la. No, no, okay. no. I, I did the Mrs. C. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was like, you know, put out your album or whatever you do when we get into the new house or whatever you want to do. But I'm like, also, I want you to teach Poppy. Start getting yeah. the guitar out. Good. Guitar. The, <laughs> guitar the piano you're like but i don't know how to teach you just self-taught yourself so yeah. i'm like just research there yeah. you go that's your new project teach be become poppy's music become teach, poppy's music teacher teacher um i like it she would love it so yeah i feel like this could literally be like a three yeah part. maybe we'll do if you guys are interested <laughs> we'll do a part two um because this can get lengthy and we are running out of time yeah um so if you'd like to see a part two of josh's tour diaries um, oh comment below yes we want more or no we don't care your music sucks <laughs> no. which I know is not true because like we could really go deep into like I feel like we just surface yeah. leveled it but yeah. like we could go there, deep there's um, so much to it but yeah no and, I'm, I'm uh, glad it was yeah keep going I just want to grab something real quick no do uh, not grab just, your guitar no, 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 don't worry I'm just grabbing something yeah my song California just a little out I was gonna say it doesn't sound very good we have a shot of that Oh, and should we talk about the shadow box your dad made for you? Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just so grateful. Um, Emily, Natalie, Marty. Oh, it was actually Marty's signature. The Sharpie ran out. Um, God bless her. She, you know, she got it good. So, but yeah, Josh, thank you for your beautiful music and joining us on the tour. MMXVI tour. And they just announced their most recent tour, but unfortunately you weren't asked. <laughs> well, um, they couldn't afford me yeah, that, uh, anymore. So. We'll go and support. Yeah. We'll no, support. I, I don't think um, I'd ever want you to go on tour again, honestly. No, I, I, I would. So, um, <laughs> so uh, call them. Emily, Nat Natalie, Marty, if you guys are watching, let me know. I'll, I could come out, play a couple songs. No biggie. Oh my God. Could you imagine if you came? But now you're Josh the sass king josh herbert short king TikTok. it could be i'm just saying that could be a video i'm just saying that could go viral um and i've been changing. okay we don't want to get a copyright copyright oh god okay maybe not i don't <laughs> know how to play episode. anymore yeah so um but yeah just want to thank the chicks for having me out on tour uh it's a memory i'll have forever um if and you guys we'll need me this summer let me know but um yeah i guess that's it and if you'd like to see a part two um let us know in the comments below. And once again, this is Who Wears the Pants. I'm your host, Josh Herbert, and my lovely co-host, Abby Herbert. We'll see you next time. Go